Hello and welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts Brian and Kevin. episode 255 and this time we're doing switch which is three seasons 71 episodes 75 to 78 starring robert wagner yeah yeah it did indeed and i thought we'd do this because it'd be a fun cop show to do the 70s cop shows were always great fun and entertaining weren't they i thought so too (laughs) (laughs) until you watch this one yeah. <laughs> uh, how they made 71 episodes of this, I don't know. How they got seven. He must have had a good agent. That's all I can say. I'm thinking they changed the format. <laughs> yeah. I, I vaguely remember this being, I mean, it's like this was a, obviously, it was a feature length. Um, and I was really worried, especially when I started watching it, because it, on uh, IMDb and that, it says it's an hour and a half. It's only sort of an hour and five minutes ish, isn't it? So yeah, I should take out the adverts, and uh... that's, that's it exactly. They've taken you know, that's with the adverts, it runs for an hour and a half, but there's, there's 25 minutes of adverts <laughs> <laughs> just to keep you awake. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, I mean, it's it starts the, even the, the credits and everything are like a, a hodgepodge of different programs, yeah. And it's a minute worth of credits. I think it was just uh, <laughs> that. That was the uh, that was the sort of like the style of the time because everything seemed to have them sort of clippy, yeah, mergy type titles. But I think it was an hour and five minutes, and I think they could have quite easily got it into twenty five. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the subplot and the plot and didn't really need to be there at all. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, this, it's, I mean, it it gets off, it it starts with sort of like, you've got the the titles and everything, and there's the voiceover that explains the premise. Yeah. And I uh, I thought it was going to say, and then Charlie hired them and they become Charlie. It was absolutely, wasn't it? It was was the A-team. Yeah. It was the A-team. And that comes back a bit in a, you know, it comes it back does. again in a bit. <laughs> One's a cop, Frank McBride. Well, maybe I should say ex-cop. Mac ran Bunko for 20 years, used to go undercover a lot. Pretended to be a mark. Nailed some of the biggest grifters in the country that way, including his partner. He arrested his own partner? Oh, Pete Ryan wasn't his partner then. Just the best con man Mac had ever tried to catch. It was a battle of wits for 10 years. Mac retired from the department just about the time Pete was getting out of San Quentin. They decided to use their talents as well, kind of investigators. They work like no other guys I know of. They may be the only hope we have of breaking this frame. Explosives around the dialogue yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah. The safe gets blown, and that's how old it is. It's um, the, a massive heist of $30,000 worth of diamonds. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a lot of money back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, it's still, let's be fair, it's still a lot of money, but it's nowhere near enough money to sort of like, to have it in a safe. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, they could have just 
brought a new car and that was it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. But uh but yeah, it's you know, it says 30 30Ks with of diamonds and it's it's like it's almost like a small carrier bag full of diamonds and that's thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they must have found a new supplier because you know, <laughs> I'm sure they were worth more than that even then. I think you, I think you have uh, more valuable Pokemon cards now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, uh, and this I, is I don't. Uh, but. Uh, no, 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 me neither. Of course, uh, <laughs> Fabergé eggs. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> and we get. Yeah, well, uh, a detective Beckman, and he says, "Oh, it's a standard MO. I think you, I know, done this sort of." Yeah, we get this, yeah. and then we get cut to a birthday party. Yeah, yeah, the kids', yeah, the kids birthday party, isn't it? So, like, they look like about four, five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full jelly and ice cream. Uh, and... I thought, I thought they're the gang who did it. Definitely. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> that jelly the don't come cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jelly in them hats. Oh, they, they were. We're always spending the cash already, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, absolutely. Celebrate before they fenced it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you get the cops pull up. Yeah. And he says to the two in uniform, you go cover the back. Yeah. Make sure the clown's um, there. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they go walking towards it and he says, oh, we'll search the car. You start with the, the boot, the trunk. Yeah. yeah. So and then... Matey, matey handily sticks his head in the trunk and waits there until yeah. the, the lieutenants had chance to plant the diamonds. He plants, <laughs> he plants two diamonds, <laughs> nicely spaced apart. If he, you know, then he's, oh, look at this. Look at what I found in the back seat. God, these are careless yeah. robbers, these are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, course, yeah. They just, they just, yeah, but looking at them, they just fell out of the uh, tiara that his daughter was wearing at the party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And of course, they go to arrest him, and he's, he's a he's a known ex con, uh, Mister Powell. Yeah. I think he had a first name. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and he, I'm not sure and he, I wanted to know it. Yeah, and he says, and later on, he says, "Oh, oh to his lawyer, he says I was framed. I didn't do it." And the, the it's a says, stitch up gov. Yeah, <laughs> and he says, says, and the lawyer says, "Would you like a lie detector test?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, of course, no, no problem." Powell, I've uh, looked over your record of previous convictions, as well as the DA's present case. Now, um, why don't we talk about a compromise? Possible if I talk to the DA, I can get him to reduce the charge. Hey, I'm not guilty, don't you understand? I'm not guilty! Sit down, Mr. Powell. Nobody seems to care that I didn't do it. Nobody. I can't. Yeah, but you say there's nothing you can do to help me. There's very little. If you are innocent, then you're the victim of an awfully good frame. I just don't see how. How's that possible? Now, wait a minute. Two diamonds from the robbery were found in your car. Now, either you dropped them or somebody put them there. Look, I didn't have anything to do with that robbery. Nothing. You take a lie detector test? Yeah. Will it help convince the DA I'm innocent? Not without supportive evidence, but it might convince a couple of other people who could help us. Two guys have just opened an investigative office here in town. Not legal, Mr. Boy, any court, but you know, we're no. like to test. <laughs> yeah, we'll, get, we'll do it anyway. Yeah, because we've heard of them. <laughs> They're a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then 
I say you froze it, so I didn't hear what you said, but I presume yeah. it was yeah. I could, it, it, it very was, witty, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shame I missed it then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's basically yeah. This is this is where he, you might have said it, but it, this is where it goes back, and he he does the full A team intro, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it, this is where the lawyer basically goes, I know two guys, two investigators who can help, and this yeah. is their backstory. <laughs> yeah, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, just, then and you can find them because they're just, just in the book. Yeah, so it's really easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're in the phone book, apparently. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, and then it cuts away, and you've got the the... Ex-cops driving a sort of like a standard boxy car or whatever to the office. Yeah. And you've got uh, Robert Wagner's character who is... Pete. Ryan. Pete. 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 Uh, that's Pete right, yeah. Ryan. Pete. Yeah, Pete Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Pete Ryan. Yeah. But he's got a more flashier um, car, is not he? A... Yeah, it's a Lamborghini. He's got yeah. a Lamborghini. But it's, it's, it's one of the, the, the rubbish out Lamborghinis. But it's still a Lamborghini. At the time, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. And then, yeah, you've got the voiceover going over their history, you know, how he was uh, the cop put away, right, put him away for, yeah, you know, That cut of mouse game that lasted 10 years. and Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So then they get in the office and they've, they've heard about this. Yeah, and- the, the- and McBride, who's the older ex-cop, is going, no, no, we don't want to touch this. He's probably done it. And yeah, he's got, he's, got pre- he's, he's got so much previous. He's yeah. already, you know, all of the evidence and everything like that points towards him. There's no way we're taking this on and everything like that. And the Ryan, who's Wagner, is saying, well, you know, you've got to give ex-cons a second chance. You know, you've got to, because he's obviously yeah. an ex-con. And, uh, da, da, yeah. Da. <laughs> yeah. Western Diamond Importers. No, we can't afford to get involved in it. Well, what's the harm in looking into the case? Pete, this is a business. We got an overhead. You had to have antiques. $30,000 worth of diamonds. Mac, there's got to be some insurance money floating around. No, no, that's a long shot. We shouldn't have anything to do with it. Gentlemen, what? I don't handle divorce cases. Will you at least check it out? The guy needs help. What do you say? Next thing, they're at a fairground. Yeah, of course, meeting, meeting the wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They meet the wife and kids, and basically the wife's been primed that he's the one you need to work on. Yeah. And so she just sort of like throws herself in his arms and so glad you're taking the case and things like yeah. this. So they're in. And they've got the little kids and everything. And yeah, yeah, they're pulling at his heartstrings. He knows they're doing this, but yep. Yeah, yeah, but he can't resist. And uh, ends up with Ryan go- going on a fairground, uh, sort of like Ferris wheel thing, as yeah. one of the kids. Yeah. Uh, I mean, basically what they work out is they, to, to to get him off, they need to find who the real crooks are. And yeah. uh, Ryan says, what if I pose as a bank robber? There's this bit, yeah. bank robbery happens somewhere else, probably Detroit. Uh, and he says, oh, yeah. I claim I did that. <laughs> yeah, well, was it in Seattle, wasn't it? It was $50,000 stolen from Seattle. I did not and... pay that much attention. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I was already you know, bored by this time. <laughs> I this was, was a little ten bit. Minutes in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But the thing is, I, I've watched this three times now. <laughs> 
I just well, the kept first watching, bit. I could just kept watching the, the, the time gone and the time remaining. And the time remaining <laughs> was always bigger. And it was getting bigger, I swear. It was <laughs> growing every time yeah. I looked at it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so they're basically, they go on this real convoluted thing. They're going to fight because there's only one fence in town who can handle this sort of, but it's really hard to get to. So they... Yeah. So basically, he says that there was a robbery yesterday in Seattle, $50,000. I'll pose as him. Yeah. We'll try and get to the fence to find out who's selling the jewels. Yeah. And he says uh, he's going to meet a fence at his yeah. hotel, but the fence doesn't show up, but his friend Sam shows up. And, that, and he says, look, look, I've done all this robbery stuff. I want 75 cents on the dollar. And, and the, the the guys go no no not seventy five. He goes well about fifty fifty no no hundred on the dot. He goes what about ten, ten cents, cents on the dollar? Ten cents on the ten dollar. Ten cents on the dollar. Yeah. He goes oh no twenty five. Long twenty, don't they? Yeah, they, they they eventually agree on twenty. They'll they'll the Robert Ray's has got to print some yeah. money up quickly. <laughs> A friend of Sam, Sam Whitlock. Really? I'm light, man. But your room showing. I like it this way. It reminds me of Seattle. Seattle Merchants Bank heist. 50,000 new currency. And you're well informed. Yeah, well, it's my business to be well informed. Now, where is the money? That's my business. Where is Sam? Uh, 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 uh. Now, you and I can sell this between ourselves. Now, how much are you looking to score? 75 cents on the dollar. <laughs> oh, goodbye. 50-50? Look, man. You got $50,000 in new currency. Now, money like that's so hot, you'll go to jail if you try to buy a pack of cigarettes. You want cash, right? Ten cents on the dollar, and that is prime. No deal. Twenty-five. Maybe twenty. When? Where's the money? Literally, prints the money. <laughs> yeah. Then, then we, then we, uh, we cut to Cagney or Lacey. I can't remember which one. Yeah, that's what I put Cagney or Lacey. <laughs> up <for me. laughs> I think it's Cagney, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Sharon Glass. Yeah. She's there. Uh, but she she's operating the old manual guillotine, cutting some plain paper to yeah. dollar bill size, or yeah. hundred dollar bill size. And they're doing the old. Uh, he's got the bank wraps for the notes, which is obviously. Because I would imagine that each one of those bundles, if they're hundred dollar bills, each one of those bundles has got to be like ten grand. Yeah, should be. Which should be. in which case, fifty grand. Yeah, fifty grand is going in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's got this big bag. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the whole but, briefcase bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's got you know. So the top, the top notes on each bundle are real, but inside is all just plain paper. Yeah, yeah. So he he, he organizes a meet with the uh, the fence. Yeah, who Sam. I recognize. Yeah, who I recognize. Yeah, um, he was what he was one of the guys out of Predator, wasn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. 
yeah, but yeah, that's a bit later. Yeah, when his <laughs> career was on up, upward direct trajectory. But yeah. yeah, so long and short of it is they they swindle him um, because uh, the ex cop yeah. who is Frank McBride McBride yeah busts, he... busts it up, pretends to shoot uh, Pete Ryan. Yeah, and basically they hustle him and uh, get yeah and I get the think... name of. Yeah, they don't get the money or anything. They just want the name of the person who is. Uh, yeah, yeah. And McBride yeah. goes goes to him and says, "You just give me a name, you can go. You know, just give me yeah. a name." And he says the one name. He says, "Oh, he's small time. He's peanuts. He wouldn't have anything to do with this." Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, well, yeah. he's working with someone else." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's you know basically it turns out in the end it's a cop. Yeah. It's, uh, his name is Beckman, Lieutenant Beckman. Beckman. Oh, just like the one earlier who plotted to diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably a relation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they um, seems to present another moral dilemma because he doesn't want to go up against another another cop being an yeah. ex cop himself. Yeah. So it's just sort of like you know, a but, bit but- of. Uh, ra- wrangling and then yeah he does hate dirty cops though he goes but the yeah. cops deal with it themselves and there is all this oh but internal affairs he'd be notified if they investigate him and he'd be yeah. in the wind and all this sort of stuff and yeah. i think i'm gonna put a con on a police lieutenant you're out of your four-cornered mind i'm not gonna do that pete i was a good that. cop for 25 years I'm not going to let Beckman get away with this. It gives the department a bad name. Oh, it's out of our hands. The police department investigates good cops. We give them what we've got, they do the work. What do we got? The word of offense that some cops has been dumping stolen goods. If he's investigated, he'll find out about it. You keep his nose so clean, we'll never get anything back. We haven't got a chance. We already know that Beckman's blown all that stolen money on old gambling debts. Now, you can't con a man out of money he doesn't have. Well, you maybe, know that. maybe we can. Oh, that'd be a great switch. I got a couple of guys in the street who'd like to hear how that one works. Look, we've already learned that Beckman likes gambling and ladies in that order. We give him both until we got him back in a deep financial hole. Then to get out of trouble, he reaches into that dirty bag of his, pulls another burglary, and whapple, we nail him. So, so you come up with a really complicated plot to swim yeah. to the realm. Yeah, I know. And again, this... they want him to get to pull another bank job because they said, oh, he would have blown through that 30,000 just by the few Pokemon cards. So it's, it's yeah. going to, it's going <laughs> no. Yeah. That's right. He's, he, he's been seen hanging around comic book guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's obviously got a serious habit. Yeah, radio, radioactive man issue one. He's, he's going to buy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or he's brought yeah. it because he won't have any money left now. So we've got to get him to do another job so he so we can then finger him. Is is the thing? It's yeah. what it basically belts down, down to in a, a long, long thing. And it, of course, this episode was called. Vegas, something or other, wasn't it? They say I could keep imagining just off camera. There's this voice going, "Worst pilot ever." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Cause it's because this episode is called uh, "What's it?" Ve- Las Vegas Roundabout. Yeah, to make it sound glamorous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And literally, that is it. I'm, you know, because they come up with this convoluted thing, which is he won't. You know, they're going to basically decide they're going to get him into debt again, so that he'll do, yeah. he'll try and pull the same trick. Yeah. So they go into this massive uh, thing about, oh, he won't go, he won't lose that much money on a game with, you know, poker because they decide say poker first of all. Yeah. They said, oh, he won't lose that much with people he doesn't know. Yeah. Local. We'll have to do it 
or like something we'll have to come up with something elaborate yeah so then very, go, very elaborate <laughs> yeah basically i mean it is just so convoluted um and then he, he starts going on oh we'll need three suites at the aladdin yeah. Because the cops going, oh, I know this little place right off this sort of like out off the beaten track. It's nice and reasonable. Is it, you know, no, no, we need three seats at the Aladdin, three suites at the Aladdin, and then. But, um, but they don't seem to use three suites at the Aladdin. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. It's all a lot of waffle in it. And yeah. then it, you, it cuts to this sort of like, obviously a seedy part of town because there's like a a, a nudie girl bar basically, yes. and he's coming out. With this, you know, uh, and he's a really famous actor. His name escapes me at the second, but you know, you know exactly who I mean. It's um, he's come, he comes out, and Charles Durning. All right, he comes out of the bar, and being charitable, charitable, he's probably getting knocking on fifty. <laughs> yeah. And they're 50 hard years and not much of a looker, but he comes out with this girl who's probably mid twenties, obviously works in the strip bar. Yeah. And, you know, she's on his arm sort of thing. And then uh, Robert Wagner comes out or Pete Ryan comes out. Yeah. Throws him up against the car as starts frisking him. sort of like flashes his badge. That he's, yeah. You know, has already been part of the convoluted plot that somebody has got for him. Oh, Washington God. special Washington special investigations or something. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Badge. Um, like a, like a said, fed, yeah, yeah. I yeah. yeah. He frisks him and he gets he throws his gun and his um, car keys under the car. Yeah, and, and then then, uh, then McBride pulls by the side. It's just reaches up the knee in his no, car. He's, he's, no, don't, don't. He's one of us. Quick, quick, come with me. He says, no. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. it's a mistake. He's you know he's one of us. Yeah. So Ryan apologises a little bit while he's running away, jumps in the car and screeches off. In the meantime, the, the girl's decided she's having none of this. Yeah, and that's it. And yeah. leaves. Um, so then you see him scrabbling around under the car trying to get his keys and gun. Um, yeah, that's it. Then next thing, they're at the police headquarters. McBride's in talking to his old... I'm imagining it's his, his old... Sergeant, captain. his old boss, Cap- Captain. Yeah, yeah, Captain. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just sort of like a little bit of a reminisce, but you know, he's it's only just, been retired nine months, so yeah. And he says he's just popped in to say hi, and that's it. And then yeah. he's off. Yeah. As he, he sees Beckman turn up, yeah, and this is obviously what he was waiting for because he walks out, walks past him, and obviously Beckman re- recognised him from the night before. Yeah, so he sort of sw- steer, steers him off, and yeah. as if he's. So, like talking to him in a confidence, he's going on about this federal investigation. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice, tidy little job. But you know, we're sorry about the other night. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he goes, my partner's a bit of a hot edge. Yeah, and it, as if you know, he's he's treating it as if he's supposed to be part of the operation. Then he says, "Oh no, no. Well, if, if you're not part of it, then forget everything I've said." Yeah. And then he says, you know, it was, uh, I, would, I was suggested by the captain or something. Yeah. So the captain's the only one who knows anything about it, but he has to put you forward for it. It's all on the down low, you know. It's got to be yeah, a yeah, shush. that's it. It's all on a QT and all this lot. Yeah. Right. Anyway, then we cut to 
like a private airport, don't we? Yes. Because yeah. there's, there's there's loads of light aircraft, and then there's one like old golf stream there. Yeah. And and, and old Ryan is, is pitching to say, "Oh yeah, my boss." He's a respectable man. Yeah, he's he's pretending to be from, was it Greenbound Plastics? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, I thought it was funny when it comes in a few minutes later. But anyway, yeah, he's, he's Greenbound Plastics and he's supposed to be the, sort of like the like a manager or something. But his big yeah. boss allegedly owns one of the model before planes. Yeah, this but he doesn't not, like this, it. There's the not enough legroom. No, it's not, I've, I've often found that on my private jets. There's not yeah. enough legroom. No, they, they, they just cram you in now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like uh, well-treated sardines. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, the long short of it is this guy is obviously a salesman and he blags a free trip to Vegas, doesn't he, yeah. in this plane as a sales bitch. Because he says, oh, there's a charter every Friday to Vegas and uh, the bird goes down there empty. And, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that'll do. Yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, but I mean, we don't want to pay for fuel or anything like that just for a sort yeah, of chance. He says, no, it'll all be in. It'll all so, be comped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just bring him down, jump on the plane and we'll be off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then they're in a restaurant. Yeah. There's him and uh, there's Ryan and McBride in a restaurant, yeah. and then um, the Beckman turns up with another young woman. Yes, a different young woman. Quite um, a ladies' man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But um, so he sees them at the other table, and they're talking, and they basically he leaves the woman at the other booth while he goes, and he's talking yeah. to them. He's sad yeah. about, you know, he wants in on this operation and everything, and they're sort of like, no, 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 not having it. Yeah. So then, then they... Ryan gets a phone call, doesn't he? A, a set-up phone call, and he has to leave yeah. the table. And then... yet, another, yet another completely unnecessary, convoluted plot twist. Yeah. Something else for Sharon Gless to do. Yeah. <laughs> she had to phone him at a certain time just to get him out. So Yeah, so... and the thing is, they're making him out to be really stupid as well, because he says, you know, what's on the, what's, you know, what's on the list? It says, so, you know, Oh, say nothing. So he says, well, that's what you do then. Yeah. Because, I'm oh, sorry, that's the other thing I forgot as well. They, um, She was, earlier, she was supposed to get them a photo of a middle-aged bloke. That's right, she, she, she forgot. So she had to use, it's a picture of her dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, when he was getting the badge, there was um, some local uh, swing <laughs> that who knows, yeah. yeah. It says, got, the badge. it says, have you got any work for us? You know, we're, we're out, we're out to help out, you know, if you, you yeah, say, yeah, I yeah, might, have, might have saved for you later. Yeah. Yeah. Times are tough on the street, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, they, yeah, there's lots, this long convoluted swindle and everything goes down at the, cause he, he gets the phone. Um, McBride rings the restaurant that he's already in from the public phone and asks for Ryan yeah. And Ryan gets the mate D to bring the phone to the booth by giving him. Hey, listen, pal. Hey, hey what's Frank McBride? Jorgensen case. We work together. Forget what? the Jorgensen case. I got a bone to pick with you. What's the big idea? Listen, listen. <laughs> I want to apologize for last night. <laughs> that was my honor. Let me tell you, when those feds got through with me, feds? Yeah, I thought they were going to put me to sleep. What feds? What was that all about? 
I assumed you were in on the operation. Operation? I'm sorry. I'm off base again. Look, if the captain opens up to you, fine. He knows... He knows who he wants to let in on the operation. Otherwise, uh, just forget I said anything, okay? A 20 off the top of the roller... You know, the fake wad. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, anyway, long short of it is Beckman falls for it. The woman's gone. Yeah. She's seen him sitting there with his other bloke. She's gone. And then the next, they're at this the private airfield going getting onto the jet. Yeah. And and he says to he says to him, remember now, you're Norman Greenbaum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the president of the company. Of course, Norman Greenbaum was a bloke who did Spirit in the Sky. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought was funny, but anyway. Yeah, so then it, we get stock footage of Vegas. Yes, we do. Lots of stock footage of Vegas going here, there, and everywhere into the tables and everything. And then you've got the Beckmans on the craps table, you know, yes. throwing the dice and everything. Meanwhile, Ryan's up in the rafters. Yeah, looking down at the table. with the Yeah, with the casino manager. Yeah. And basically... Again, you know, he falls for the fake badge as well. Yeah. And they're, they get 10 grand credit or something, or 20 grand credit. Provided it doesn't leave the table, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know. and, and this casino boss, well, if he's a high roller, it should be like 25,000 grand. Yeah, I can. Yeah. You know, we we yeah. do that as long as it doesn't leave the table, you know, it's not going yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Central intelligence, huh? I'd appreciate you and your people keeping anything we discuss in strictest confidence. Nobody's more patriotic than we are. What can I do for you? You see that man at the craft table? The one who's shooting the dice right now. What's he, uh, Tommy? He's one of our agents. Oh, I, I didn't mean to say that. Forgive me. It's okay. Okay. For reasons I can't reveal, we need to keep him there at that table all evening. Now, what I need is a little shill money to protect his front. Maybe nine or ten thousand. Thousand. Well, whatever you think it'll take to keep him in the game as a player for eight or ten hours. See, he has to create the impression that he can throw it around if we want to fool them. Then. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, pal, let me uh, let me give you some free advice. You want him to look like a high roller? I say twenty to twenty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Why not? Credit doesn't cost a dime as long as nobody walks away from the table with anything. No problem. Your government appreciates what you're doing. Or make sure your agent does understand. You're supposed to lose. (laughs) 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 So then then he turns up next to Beckman and says, you know, what's yeah, what's going on? How are you getting on? Things like this. He says, oh, I'm six grand up. Yeah. He says, oh, you're, when you're hot, you're hot sort of thing. So yeah. anyway, he looks around and obviously the casino manager is standing not too far away and he's looking on, but he's not not worried or anything. So then yes. but, but Ryan part, goes up to the bar. Yeah, it's not part of the plan. He shouldn't be winning. You know, he should be losing the money. You know, that's yeah. what he wants him to Because, do. again, I think the plan is they're saying that this bloke turns up at craps tables and is laundering the money through craps tables and he's handing over hundreds 
even yeah. if he loses, it doesn't matter. And, and he's working, he's working he his, gets out, yeah, he's yeah. working his way well, up the strip. That's what they. That's why they're how it's staying in this club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting because apparently he's he's got a million dollars of payroll or something. Yeah, military payroll. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. Then anyway, Ryan goes up to the bar, and he obviously this is the alley that was mentioned earlier. She's been hired. But yeah. yeah, but it's Jacqueline Smith. It is, it is. She's, she's, she's an angel. <laughs> yeah, whether she was expecting Charlie or not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was more of a Sprina guy. Uh, just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what is it? The haircut, was it, that did it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, again, there's a long convoluted thing. She's got drug drinks. Yeah. She's got drugs. Dr- dr- <laughs> yeah, dr- dress out when you're drugged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, but um, she, yeah, so she tries to give him a drink and he won't take it. So he goes no. back and he says, oh, we'll try just an orange juice or water or something like that, but you've got to get some drugs in there. Yeah. So got- he goes over and she says, oh, I brought over too many drinks. You won't take anything. Come on, Allie, we're counting on you. I can't pour it down his throat. All right, take him back a ginger ale or an orange juice. And lay your best smile on it. It might be good for a sip or two, Pete, but that won't do any good unless I really load the drink. Allie, either we get him or he gets us. Now, I want you to put enough in that glass to stagger a bull elephant. Okay, Pete. Um, Who you want to take one? this off your hands? It's a free one. It's just plain orange juice. Orange juice. And he's, he's just about to take it, and this woman yeah. says, oh, I'll have it if you don't want it. And she yes. necks it. So they realise then that if this he, woman kills over... In right in front of him. Yeah. yeah. They, can't, uh, they can't get him away from the table. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Long and short of it is, they get him away from the table, get him back to the table. Eventually, yeah. he, he decides that he's going. He wants all his cash. He yeah. wants all the money. Yeah. The casino boss is standing there and he's saying, are you sure you want the money? And he says, yeah, what, what sort of place is this? Yeah. Ryan comes over to sort it out and everything and so Paul's made just one side he, he goes he's, he's new he's new at this That's yeah what, he had to understand properly just let I'll hand it you just keep the money there and <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And so they go up, up to, to the room the, yeah the room that's right so anyway then they end up they take um, he, he basically fakes an argument with McBride punches him doesn't he Yes, he does. And uh, then Beckman, he says to Beckman to watch him for a minute and he starts roughing him up a bit as well. Yeah. yeah. Then Ryan comes back in and says, right, okay, handcuffs McBride to the bed and says, right, you're off duty now. You can go and do what you want. You can yeah. go and claim your money and have a few drinks. Yeah, go get a drink or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he goes downstairs. Yes. He fi- she finally gets to give him a drink. Yeah. Then he's back in. He's back in a different room, isn't he? Yeah, they're, they're two two. Or he's the same two, room. I can't two remember. Porters, they bring him back. Two but he's hotel porters carrying all, him up. Yeah, and he's all over yeah. the place. He's all over the place, and uh, Ryan sort of like feeding him coffee. Just says, "What are you doing? You know what? What's going on? What yeah. have you got in this state?" He says, "Oh, I have no idea." Next thing you know, matey that bought him the swindler who bought him the badge in his office yeah. turns up. And he's a fa- he's assistant casino boss. Yeah, and he's got the heavy outside the door that you can blatantly see. Yeah, and he, and he says, says, "You know what? What are you going to do about your debt?" Yeah, the money you owe us—the twenty-five thousand pounds. 
Yeah. He goes, you know, I know where you live and stuff. I'm not that worried. As long as you're paying the next week. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. This is a, you know, yeah, we can we can negotiate some terms or something, but as long yeah. as we've got it by next week, otherwise a lot of send the boys around. Yeah. And then how much money you have left? Money? Money. Money. You were throwing it around like an Arab with an oil well. I don't remember. Who is it? Mr. Graves, I'm with the hotel. I'm the assistant casino manager. Uh, how is Mr. Beckman? Oh, he has a little headache. Oh. Well, that's too bad because I think we've got a bigger headache. However, I could come back later on when he's feeling better, if you would prefer. Because I would like to discuss your sizable debt. How sizable? Twenty-five thousand dollars five thousand uh, naturally we could make some sort of time arrangement a week perhaps because we would like to know when we can expect to be paid uh, look mr uh, graves yeah, mr graves give us a little time to consider how we're going to handle this we aren't worried we know where to find both of you if we want to gentlemen um, taking McBride because Ryan's again you just get lost it's, because it's so complicated yeah, <laughs> needlessly as well you yes. know it's just like, so McBride is allegedly trying to swindle the two of them out of the reward money for finding this getting this million dollars they get 15% or something yeah. it's going to make a deal with the so government in, and cut them out yeah, so, so yeah. he's organised. He's organised that matey who stole a million will yeah. get seventy five grand. That's he'll right, keep yeah. the other seventy five grand, grand, and the government gets the million back. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So anyway, they do, then he's sort of like, oh, it's twenty five grand each, and things like yeah. this. And then they're driving out into the desert. Yes, that's right. And uh, and uh, old uh, Mc uh, back. Oh, sorry. Beckman is saying, I'll get him to talk. I'll get him to say yeah. where. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it's up. It's sort of like. It's not, it's not quite the sting, is it? <laughs> no. No. It's almost as convoluted, but it's. It's just. It's, the long, yeah, the long and short of it is it, they basically. He's supposed to mistrust everyone. Yes. Because he's, you know, McBride's saying, don't trust Ryan. It yeah. might seem innocent, but he's, you know, don't turn your back on him and things uh, in uh, LA, aren't we? Yes, yes, we are. And then there, he says, when you go in, because he's, he's told him that he's organised his day in Vegas with his boss, but he hasn't. Yeah. So he says, when you go in there, just play along. Yeah. Because, he, you know, nobody else but him knows about it. Yeah, your captain knows, but he's got to chew you out just in front of the other ones to make it look convincing. That's all. Yeah. That's all that's going on. But he's, yeah. on, he's absolutely in on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes, there's the neatest bit in there where he chews him out in front of everybody else. Then as yeah. he's going out, he's, sort of like, he's got his smug look on his face. As he he's gives, going out, he's sort of like, he winks at him, doesn't he? He gives the captain a wink. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Call you as soon as I check in. Don't let this one out of your sight. I don't trust him. 
Right. Oh, uh, when you see Captain Griffin, no one under him knows about what you've been doing. So as far as the rest of the division is concerned, you just didn't show up for work. Captain knows where I've been. Yeah, sure, but uh, he'll have to put up a big show for the squad. You know, uh, make it look like he's put out at you. Gotcha. See, the idea is for you to go along with him. You know, make it look like it's real. Yeah, Academy Award performance. this uh, problem, sir. Yeah? Well, you're going to have a worse problem if you don't come up with one hell of an explanation for tying up this entire department. Well, it's a personal problem. Your wife or your girlfriend? Uh, sir, if you want to discuss this in private, we... I don't want to discuss it at all. But I'll tell you or anybody else that isn't carrying his load around here that he's going to be in for a very hard time, and I mean that with a capital H. Is that clear? I think so, sir. You better know so. Now get back on duty. Um, and then he's he's in this office doing nothing apparently, and then a policewoman says, "Oh, there's a call for you on line six. Yeah. So it's from the fake casino boss saying, yeah. "Have you got me money?" Yeah. And he's like, he's trying to put them off a little bit. So no sooner as he put the phone down on them, then there's another phone call on line four for him yeah. from Ryan. Yeah. And uh, and also this bit is where his his partner comes in and says, "Oh look, this 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 pal guy is in, is yeah. in, is is hired two investigators to check out." He says, That's and, right, yeah. and Beckman says, "Oh, I'll look into that as well." You know, and I'll find That's out right, who yeah, they are. He was, he was saying that the DA's not that interested in the case because he's got a, a clean polygraph test. That's right, which all DAs go by, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so, absolutely. Just just like Joe yeah, Springer. Anyway, yeah, Ryan phones <laughs> and says, McBride's planning to run. Yeah. Um, And then... Yeah. You got, he cuts to the... F- Beckman turns up, up, his address, whatever it is, and you see him get out of the car and he's got his gun in his hand... Yeah. Then it cuts to the inside of the flat, and it's all dark and sort of like tunnel vision on the camera. Yeah. And you see McBride walking around, and he turns around, he's got his back to you, and he's walking yeah. through a door, and you hear some gunshots. Yes. But, and you know, you, you're sp- supposed to wonder, I think, whether... Oh, well, yeah. Killed him, <laughs> but it's not. No, no. Beckman comes running up. Yeah. And Ryan's over him, and he's saying, oh, you know... It's it's all over. He was the only one who knew where the money was. Uh, yes, like yes. Um, yeah. And he's meanwhile Beckman saying, "Oh, he said not to trust you and things." Then yeah. the police turn up outside because of the noise. Yeah, and Beckman got, says, got, I'll, "I'll handle this. It's not a problem." Yeah. So that's a you know that's a a way to make out that you know Ryan's carried McBride's body all the way downstairs, put him in the boot of his car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no problem to do that. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, um, Beckman's down there spinning them a yarn about CIA and everything. Yeah, he goes, oh, yeah, they, they want to keep this quiet. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a FBI CIA government Federal operation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the two co- uniform cops says, okay, no problem, Beckman. We'll keep it on the lowdown yeah. and quiet and yeah. all this stuff. And God, I was really yeah. bored by this time. I was barely staying I awake. <laughs> I, I know. I thought, I just know. get on with it. You won't commit another crime. Just get, 
going? <laughs> I know, I know. And then it cuts to it cuts to the office, doesn't it? And Ryan turns up in the office. Maggie comes out. Yeah. That's the other thing as well. It was like two o'clock in the morning when they were in Vegas or something that yeah. she was ringing these numbers. Yeah, um, she knew because she had that massive clock. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, so she says, "Oh, where's Mister McBride?" And he opens the trunk, and there he is. Yeah, in the boot. Yeah. So, yeah, we go from there. Then we cut to a groovy club I've got. All right, the grooviest. (laughs) Yeah, and Beckman's meeting this shady character because he says something about this securities deposit or something, and they've they've organised the police guard, so it's going to be nothing bad. You know, there's going to be a hundred grand. Yeah. it's between this guy's obviously it's, the safe cracker. Yeah, it's between the the, the, the police p- patrol shifts, so you won't have any problems. Yeah, Eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, or something like that. Yeah, and he says, you know, do it then. It's between shift change, but also he says, "What well, is it? Fifty fifty, like normal?" He said, "No." He said, "This time you get to keep anything over seventy five grand." Yeah, I need the seventy five grand to pay off the guy who's the military fund. Yeah, and then we can keep the yeah. cool million or something, and that's the pain yeah. of it. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. But the, but mate, you use a safe cracker. He just tells him he'll get twenty five or whatever above seventy five because he needs a seventy five. Yeah, that's all he needs. Then secure the deal. Yeah. Then we get because th- when they're talking about this, didn't he take Ryan's gun off him? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did because he says, "I don't trust you. I'll take your yeah. your gun." And everybody knows there's only one gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would never, never two. Not in America. No, no. <laughs> one gun per citizen. It's not like you go down to Walmart and buy one. No, you can't. Uh, can't do that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So then we cut to back in the car, but at a different time. And <laughs> Ryan says to Beckman, "You need to empty your gun." Yes. He says, "Why?" He said, "Well, them, them's the rules." He says, "I have. I'm not armed." So yeah. anyway, he frisks him a bit to check. Yes, yeah, so I've got to make sure you're not armed. Oh, yeah, you're not yeah. armed. You, so anyway, you're, you're not armed, you're just pleased to see me. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so somebody was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so they go to the middle of the desert, and he says, what do we do now? We wait. He yeah. flashes his lights. Yeah, he's obviously a dogging spot or something. Yeah. So anyway, they wait about 30 seconds, then another car flashes its lights. So they get out, walk towards it. Yeah. And it's McBride, and he's obviously talking to Ryan like, you know, this is the culmination of their plan. Yeah, yeah, for some reason, this is how we did it. So, up. Uh, anyway, Beckman realised that he's been stitched up, so he goes to shoot McBride. Yeah. And he's on an empty gun sort of thing. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, there's all the police cars, there's a helicopter, everything there. I like the way the police cars circled them without making any noise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Just, yeah. just push no the cars noise. into place. We don't want them to disturb them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were cloaked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, WD40 on them wheels. They do that. Uh, yeah, it's they caught, do. It, but, but Beckman's caught red-handed with stolen money. He's busted. Yeah, they've yeah. obviously got the stolen money. He's got the stolen money on him. Things like this. Anyway, it all adds up. So it's it. That's and it. then uh, <laughs> the, the yeah, the captain says, "Oh, I thought." He said that you checked his gun. He says, yeah, he's empty. I made him empty. He said, did you count them? He said, no, but it sounded about right when they hit the floor. And then the captain points the gun in the air and fires it, and it goes yes. off. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, nobody's perfect. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's the end of it. I'm sure we won't have any trouble tying this money into the robbery tonight at federal finance. But you had me worried when he pulled this gun on you. How did you manage to get it unloaded? Had him do it. It was part of the plan. Mac, you sure got yourself a smart partner. He takes good care of me. Thanks for the help. Pete, did you count the shells he took out of this thing? Sounded about right, but then it was dark. Must have been. No plan is perfect. Never mind. Shrug yeah. shoulders. End. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wasn't, wasn't that a journey? <laughs> it was. It was. Such. I mean, the thing, I know that there was a, a thing for this type of program at the time. I mean, I remember there was, was it like there was the Persuaders? Yeah. Which was very similar. Um, you know, obviously slightly different in that it was, it was supposed good. to be Roger. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. but also um, uh, Vegas that we watched before. Yeah, was very similar, and I think that was was that slightly before this. Uh, I think it came up slightly after, it's only slightly, not much. You know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't get that, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it was. But there was there was a, a lot of programs around at the time that were very similar. This was twice as long as it needed to be. Yes, you could have done this um, in half hour. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, it was just so cheaply done as well because it was all using the same sort of sets, and, and it was stock footage of Vegas. It was obvious that they'd never been there. No, never never seen Vegas in their lives. <laughs> no, but it was you know, but it was just. I said it was. I wish I could say it was pleasant. It was a pleasant hour. No, it was it not was. a pleasant hour. It was not pleasant in any way. <laughs> it was dull. I just thought the the plot they've done to conceive to get him to give up the is so they could have done some other way, surely some better way. Yeah. This was, there were so it's... many things that could go wrong with this plot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it it was just massively, massively overcomplicated. For no apparent reason. Yeah. Uh, the cast was good, had a lot of good actors in it. Yeah. Um, but the storyline was weak. How they got 70 odd programs out of this, I will never know. It must have got better. Yeah, well, it's got to be. I mean, the thing is, apparently they changed the premise slightly and less, made it less jokier, more a serious drama later on. <laughs> <laughs> There were jokes. <laughs> Apparently, somewhere in there, I, I, I wrote them out. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, perhaps that's the missing 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think the joke was on us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as I say, that's the missing 25 minutes. They they took all the jokes out and used them as a Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, now, the interesting fact is that uh, old Robert Wagner had a production company with his, his then wife, 
Natalie Wood. Uh, what happened to her? Uh, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, don't miss so many poor taste jokes. Yeah. So many poor taste jokes. Awful, awful situation. But, uh, moving on. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, they, they, so they owned half of this show. Yeah. And they owned half of this show. They owned half of Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, Vegas... Fantasy Highland, and of course, heart to heart. <laughs> right. So this this was probably a van. This was probably a vanity project. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, I think it's company coming later and uh, mid season to to sweep up this this excellent show. I didn't salvage it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's burn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twice to make sure. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was, it's it's good seeing Jacqueline Smith in it. Uh, I thought she could do a bigger role. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The same with the sort of like with Sharon Gless. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I did like that she was playing a character called Maggie Philbin. Yeah, yeah, I did as well. Which means nothing to anyone else outside the UK, but but to us, no, absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, as I say, you know, you think Maggie Philbin and Keith Chegwin. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, that works. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say that <laughs> it was. Uh, it exists. I, I mean, I've watched some shows in the time, you know, some some bad bad shows, but this has got to be one of the, the worst I've seen. <laughs> I, I know, and there's no reason for it to be this bad. Yeah, this this must have confused everyone at the time. I can't believe anyone followed this plot. It was just uh, ridiculous. But that is the thing. It's got it's got a really good cast. Uh, you know, it was just the script was dire. Yeah, it, it was, was massively stretched. I'm sure that this started out as a 25 minute program, and they decided to make it a, a special. Yeah. and I think they they absolutely picked the wrong one because this this had nothing in it. Yeah, I can't believe. That, yeah, it, it went on. For, for three seasons so yeah they've totally got more they must have fired the script right <laughs> yeah i i don't know what they did but this you know it was we laugh about it at the start you know with the similarities with the introduction and everything right about the a team yeah but you know the convoluted plot and everything like that is exactly like the a team <laughs> I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if it was the same writers I have no idea, but I did not see one cabbage cannon in this entire nah. show. No, <laughs> it kept up with one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Boy George making a cameo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a man, uh, could have been yeah, there. Absolutely, been coming, yeah. Coming yes. off the jet. Yeah, they, they should have had and, and other luminaries. When he got to the the jet to h- try and, and waggle a free ride out of it, it should have the other guy. Should, Beckman should have said, I ain't getting on no plane fool. I <laughs> <laughs> see, they missed the trick there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, but no, that's basically that's because uh, I watched you know, I watched it all the way through about twice. I think that's two two hours that I'm never getting back. <laughs> no, I thought my life's not that long anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, while watching that it seemed long. <laughs> I think I think maybe it was Again, the script yeah, fault was I right. I repeating myself, but the thing yeah. is, it needn't have been that bad. Yeah, I think um, the, script, the script writer might not have been his fault. He might have had, we've got this 10-minute draft, 
can you make it <laughs> an hour? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he says, oh, <laughs> no, all, 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 yeah. <laughs> all we need is a bit of padding here and here and here. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. I got this plot from this movie that never got sold. I could put that in in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. God, yeah. But, no, I know you're going to ask me to score this, aren't you? I, I am going to ask you to score this. If you could score this out of two, what would you give me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, I mean, that is, that is where it's going to be. It's going to be about two. Two, because. For reasons best known to whoever wrote it, they made it so dull. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. No. It's... No, no, obviously, I'm a bit more generous. Uh, uh, Jacqueline Smith, uh, sh- she gets a point, uh, and that's the only point it's getting. So, <laughs> it's at one. I'm, I'm going on one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, no, lucky. It's... it's lucky to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but still, like I say, you, you do get these occasionally. You know, we we watch some bad programmes and some awful acting. And this wasn't awful acting. No, no, the acting's fine. The acting's fine. They're, they're doing what they're paid to do. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's just what they were paid to do wasn't worth doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, never mind. Just never mind. How, we how live much, and learn. Just think how much better decoy was last week than this. <laughs> I know, I know. Decoy was absolutely a class above this. And when yeah. you think it was, it was sort of like best part of twenty years earlier. Yeah. Um. There's no, you know, this could have fit in the same time slot as as decoy for yeah. twenty five minutes. Yeah, twenty-five minutes. It, it probably would have. I mean, it was still dull, but it would, have, you know, at least it was twenty-five minutes. <laughs> I mean, police scored a better plots than this. Hey ho, hey ho! What do you do? Yeah, yeah that's it. Let's let's forget this one. <laughs> yeah, we'd nev- yeah. never have to see it again until they do the I big, know. Screen, big screen remake with Channon Tatum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God, no. You've been struck by a smooth criminal. So we came in for the outway. It was Sunday, but a black day. I could make a salutation, selling my beat, intimidation. <laughs>